You're listening to a crazy little thing called Love Dev. Today's episode is 84. Typical white people. Welcome to another episode. <laughs> now you're all probably wondering, why is Love Dev already laughing? I mean, it's been a month and here he is, trying to laugh his way onto another episode to style it out like, you know, I should be sorry. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I should be like apologizing as I normally do. I've just been like, you know, you know, I've been busy, man. Life is going well. <laughs> Talking about life, um, the reason I'm laughing is because <laughs> All right. Yesterday my mum rang me up and she's like, Can you take me shopping? I wanna go to Aldi. Alright. I said, Alright, yeah, yeah, I'll pick you up. <laughs> so I picked her up and my mum's always got a story to tell you know <laughs> so yesterday she told me that somebody on our road on her road but well obviously I grew up on that road had passed away and I was quite shocked you know because um, I knew this person I always, I also used to work in their brother's shop so their brother used to have a chemist and uh, <laughs> i had work experience from school to work in a sh- anywhere basically work experience so it's basically those of you who don't know when you're about 16 years old um you get placed into any anywhere really like an office a shop a factory and it's just an experience you don't get paid for it you know, you just um, <laughs> you just do a bit of work. Right, cut to the story. So, I used to work in this chemist. I've had very fond memories of that chemist. I was in that chemist for about two weeks. So, it was a local chemist. I knew the whole family and everything, you know. The chemist, and they've got a shop as well. They've got a news agent, which is next door to their chemist. They've been there for years, you know. <laughs> And uh, funny enough, I got offered a job. <laughs> I really don't know if I've told you this. Maybe I've told you guys way back when I first started this podcast. Um, I'm not sure. I never, I never remember what I tell you lot. <laughs> so basically, they offered me a job. Right, I was well chuffed, man. <laughs> I was earning £5 an hour, and I was only there for three hours every Sunday because it was, you know, it was um, the least time that anyone was in the shop on a Sunday. It's pretty dead. So I was basically just stocking the shelves up, you know, cleaning up the floor. No, I wasn't doing any tills, till work, because I don't think they're trusting me behind the till. (laughs) So, yeah, that's what I used to do. And I used to love it. I used to get, what, 15 quid in my pocket on a Sunday. 
And for a 16-year-old, that was a lot of money. Back in, uh, oh God, back in, what was it, 94? 94? Blimey. <laughs> I'm showing my age. So, yeah, they offered, basically, I was been there for years. Um, and, no, I haven't been there for years. I was there for a few weeks, and then they got rid of me. Do you know how they got rid of me? <laughs> they said, do you fancy painting? And I was like, yeah, man. Well, this is where my love from painting comes from, actually. They said, how about you paint the shop? <laughs> I didn't see it coming. They said, we'll give you £10 an hour, and you can paint the shop. I was like, all right, then. So I painted at the back of the store, not the actual front. <laughs> Imagine me, a 16-year-old, painting the front of the shop. I'd get, uh, I'd have paint everywhere. <laughs> It'd be all over the shampoos, the cough medicine. <laughs> It'd be everywhere. So I was painting the back of the shop. I was quite, pr- I was quite pleased with my work, and uh, that's when they got rid of me. <laughs> but anyway, the brother um, who used to work in the shop was next door. He's a lovely guy. Do you know what I mean? He's a nice guy. You know, he's one of them. Like. Someone, you know, so basically my mum, as I said, she's got a story to tell. <laughs> so yesterday she messaged me and she said, um, oh, I don't know if you've heard, but so-and-so's passed away. And I was like, oh, no, you're joking. What, from the shop? And she was like, yeah, he's gone. And I was like, in a bit of a shock, you know. Because you know the person, you know, you know the family, so it's one of them. But they're disboarded. <laughs> I even had a dream about them last night. That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> Probably because my mum told me about them. To be honest, I can't remember the dream, but I definitely know their name was in my dream. <laughs> Maybe it was him telling me off while I was painting the shop. <laughs> Missed a bit. Anyway... So my mum told me that someone so passed away, as I said, and I was gutted. And then this morning, I got a voice message off her <laughs> from an app, from WhatsApp, and uh, it wasn't very, it wasn't a very long message. I just, with my mum, you never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> Once she sent me loads of voicemails, right, and I've listened to them, and I never replied back. And then she sent me one, and she went. Deb, I am your mother. You should reply to my message so I know that you heard it. <laughs> she goes, you know, I'm still alive. In heaven, they don't have the WhatsApp in the heaven. <laughs> but, it's the, I mean, she's right. So, in a way, I respond to her messages now. <laughs> You could tell she was annoyed, but that wasn't the message. The message was, um, she went, Labdeb, bleep is alive. Somebody told me today it wasn't him who passed away. It was some other person. And they don't even live on our road. (laughs) And then in Punjabi, she went, Typical white people. They all think we look the same. (laughs) 
And then she ended the message. Oh, man, it was so funny. I was, I've been laughing for about 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, God, I love my mom. I absolutely love her. She's so funny. She's one of the funniest people I know. And she's not even trying to be funny. It's the things that she comes out with. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's really made my day. So, <laughs> I hope that's made you guys laugh. I appreciate you lot listening. I mean, I don't know what to talk about. What do you talk about on a podcast? <laughs> all my friends out there seem, you know, they've all got their own podcast, which is fair play. And they're getting, like, thousands of downloads. <laughs> I'll get roughly about 40 a month. <laughs> so those 40 of you, plus, thanks for listening, man. Look how many people are in the world, and I only get, like, 40 listeners. <laughs> That's why I say, if you enjoyed my podcast, then share it. Maybe somebody, you know, likes my kind of humor. You know, just say, Do you, are you into podcasts? No, not really. Well, have a listen to this one and tell me what you think. <laughs> it's just a guy who talks about random stuff. <laughs> I heard you can uh, leave reviews now on Spotify. That's good, isn't it? And do you know where I heard that? On another podcast. <laughs> so if you enjoyed it and you do listen to it on Spotify, then you can leave a review now. <laughs> so do that as well um, what else has been happening oh I did my show so the Leicester Comedy Festival's on now I did my show I did I did a, an hour a full hour actually I think I did more than an hour <laughs> I think I did like an hour and ten something like that I was looking back at my recording it's an hour and ten minutes can't believe it <laughs> it was on a wet, it was on a school night it was the first day of the festival in Leicester I didn't really have many people in there. I'll be honest with you. I had other shows on pre, pre prior to my show. Um, I got to my venue. I, I was absolutely starving. By the way, I'm still doing that intermittent fasting diet. And I've lost loads of weight. Yay! I don't know how much weight I've lost. but <laughs> I've lost something. I know I've lost something. Because... Um, when I put my belt on, I've got to notch it down. Like, you know, it's not just one notch. You're like, hang on a minute. One notch, two notch, three notch. What's going on? <laughs> That's when you know you're losing weight. I mean, I've got to put another hole in my belt. <laughs> That's how much weight I've lost. I've got to put another hole in my belt. And I'm not going to do that yet. I'm going to keep going and see how far down I can go on my belt. I just want to tone up. just want to lose a few pounds. Um, stones, probably. <laughs> and then I just tone up. You know, I'm looking all right, man. I'm quite proud of myself. I'm going to the gym. I'm doing the weights. Back on the weights, man. I feel like I'm, t like, 19 again. <laughs> that's how I feel. Well, that's, that's how you feel when you've lost a bit of weight. You know, you feel great. I feel young. Young and youthful. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I forgot what I was talking about. What was I talking about? Oh, the show. Yeah, 
Yeah, anyway, I was starving because of the intermittent fasting. I'm, e- I'm eating at certain times, and I missed my time. I actually went over my time that I should have ate, and then it was getting late. So I'll quickly grab some chips from this plate. What was it called? Belgian chips or something like that. It's in Leicestershire. Uh, it wasn't the best, man. I waited ages for my chips to be cooked. <laughs> and what they do is, those of you in the US, I'm talking about potato chips. Not 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 like the ones you snack on, like, you know, fries. We call them chips. Yeah, anyway. Because I've got US listeners, you see. So I've got to clarify that. <laughs> so basically, it's like chips and then... You can have um, seasoning on it. You can have all, like, there's like 60 different flavors of sauces. So I had that, and it wasn't the best. Maybe it was the uh, sauce I picked. I can't remember what it was. I looked at the name, and it looked all right. I went, that's a weird name. I'll have that then. (laughs) It was vile. I ate about half of it. I couldn't eat it. I was so hungry. I was just like, I'm just going to eat it. You know when you're hungry, right? Anything tastes good, doesn't it? It's true. Whatever you eat, you don't care because, you know, you're hungry and it will taste nice to you. But those chips, nah, I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) See, I've gone off one again. Don't even know what I'm talking about. Right, what was I talking about? Yeah, the show. Get on with it. So, got to the venue. I was eating my chips down in the basement and there was nobody in there. And I thought to myself, you know what, if no one comes, that's good. But then my brain said, nah, you can't say that because you've worked so hard on your show, right? It's, it's You're doing something completely different to what you normally do. So I normally do one-liners, as you know. I did an hour of stories, um, and I was like, even if two people come, just do it. I know there won't be any atmosphere in the room, but... And then the bloke come down and he went, I was looking for you. I went, oh, mate, sorry, I had to go and get some chips. Do you want them? <laughs> They're vile. Anyway, um, he goes, I haven't opened the doors yet. I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, go on then. I go, is any, anyone waiting for me? And he went, there's a few people waiting. I was quite surprised. <laughs> I was surprised. So we let some people down. And then there's about 10 people that walked down the stairs. And it was, I mean, it was a fairly decent room. You could probably fit about 50 in there, maybe, 60 at a push. So I was like, 10. All right, it's a show, in it? I'm still going to do it. <laughs> there was three girls in there, and they were like, uh, before I started my show, they were like, oh, we're just going to let you know we are going to another show, but it doesn't start till half nine. And I was, because my show started at nine. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. That you've told me, so that's all right. If you got up and left, then I would have been like, "Okay." <laughs> but they they were they were all right for the first half an hour, and then they had to go. Funny enough, like every time a joke didn't land, I'd look at them and go, "Have you got to go now?" <laughs> How long you got? <laughs> but um, yeah, I did my show. Um, it was okay. There was bits that worked that I was quite proud of. There were some other bits that didn't really work, and 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 that and and I like that because it shows me that you know I've got to write more, I've got to be a bit more creative. Um, so I'm pleased, I'm pleased with it. I'm, I'm quite happy. Will I carry on with the show? Probably, yeah, I will. It's 
I've still got those stories and I've done them at New Material Nights during the festival and it's been great. Like I've I've like with any any comedian, you just keep writing and changing bits and adding bits and um that it's worked, man. Ah oh, some of my bits I'm ro- so proud of. Like I'm like this this is a club set. But I tried it at a gig and it was at a charity night. So I tried this one new bit that's worked everywhere. It's worked, but it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work at this one gig. And I was like, oh, maybe they don't want to laugh because of the subject. Or maybe I messed up. I don't know. But it was a weird shaped room. It was a charity night. The lights were on. I don't think they were a comedy um, savvy audience. I think they were there to support the charity. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> I've gained followers from it. So that's the main thing. Yeah, so I did my show, as I said. And I've been doing other shows as well. So yeah, life's life's good, man. Life is good. Talking about life, I think we should... Should we sort out somebody else's life? Actually, a mate of mine. Here's a review for you. <laughs> One of my friends, Vinny. Vinod. Shout out to Vinod. He came to one of my he came to my show. He said I'll be there, and he I didn't. He he came late. He thought he started at half nine, but he didn't. So he caught the last twenty minutes, something like that. But uh, he was there anyway. He got to my show, and he said he listens to this podcast and he really enjoys it, and he really enjoys the no stupid questions. <laughs> So he said I should do more stuff like that because he said it's proper funny. So if you guys agree, this is where the review comes in. It really helps me. If I look at the review, I can see what you lot want and I'll do more of that instead of you guys hearing about my life. (laughs) When you got your own problems in life, you don't need to listen to me about my life, do you really? (laughs) Yeah. Let's sort someone else's life out. It is that time. It's the no stupid questions. So here it is, folks. <laughs> it doesn't take me long to find a no stupid question. <laughs> I mean, I could do I could do another podcast and just do no stupid questions because I absolutely love this forum. <laughs> it's the best, honestly. It's the best thing. So it's on Reddit. No stupid questions. This one's been posted by He-Man Hunters. <laughs> That's a great name. He-Man Hunters. And uh, his message, or his question, should I say, is... Wait for it. <laughs> it's proper random, but I love it. This is why I love it. Right. What would happen if you put a million grillers <laughs> at the same spot? <laughs> oh, God, I love it. What would happen if you put a million gr- grillers on the same spot? <laughs> oh. I'll tell you what's funny, actually. It's just reminded me. So, there's a ward that I work on, right? I've been working there a lot. And there's a patient. Because I've, because I've got 
silver hair, right? You know, a lot of people call me silver fox and all that at work. But this patient, <laughs> he calls me silverback. <laughs> silverback gorilla, he calls me. <laughs> so I, you know, I've always wind him up. Because we've got like a secure garden. It's quite a big garden where I work, yeah. So they're obviously these convicts. <laughs> Is that the right word? Service users can't, they can't escape. I mean, like I've told you before, I think the, the fence is high, like really high. And it does look like a zoo. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. So I always wind him up. I say, um, when you're going to come and visit me? In the uh, jungle. <laughs> I, said, when you, I said, when you come down, make sure you bring me some peanuts. <laughs> and I always go, ooh, 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 ah, 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 ah. <laughs> like that to me. And he thinks it's hilarious. So that's our little, that's like our little joke. Just me and him. There's no one out. I mean, there's loads of patients, loads of other staff. It's just me and him have got that little silver silver back joke. <laughs> so when I go, but sometimes when I go, I've got to go and check on him, see if he's all right, if he's in his bedroom or whatever, right? I'll tap on the window. <laughs> I'll open his door and then I'll beat my chest. <laughs> I won't say anything and then I'll shut his door. <laughs> And he'll just laugh, a proper laugh. <laughs> I just, I love making my patients laugh. I've, it's the best medicine. Anyway, that's what that reminds me of. Yeah, what would happen if you put a million gorillas on the same spot? He's put underneath. Would they all start fighting each other? Or would they start mating? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine a million gorillas fighting and mating at the same time? <laughs> oh god, that is hilarious. Could they all live as a big tribe? I've, oh, it's a good question. Well, silverbacks, obviously. I've, I might be wrong about this. I'm no um, gorilla expert. <laughs> but don't silverbacks. Aren't they very territorial about where they are? So, and they'd have a couple of birds. <laughs> I say birds, other female gorillas. <laughs> they don't just have one, do they? I'm not sure. I'm sure they have like four or five. <laughs> Imagine if that was you, a gorilla, and you got like a million other gorillas. What would the population of the. Um, of them being female, it'd probably be 50-50, innit? <laughs> oh, God, 500,000 female gorillas and 500,000 normal gorilla men. <laughs> gorilla men. Oh, God. I'm absolutely nuts, and I? I think it would be a big mess, you know. It won't be nothing like Planet of the Apes, would it? Because he said, would they live as a very big tribe? <laughs> You never know, they probably would. Probably. <laughs> oh, 
What would I, I think? We'd have to ask David Attenborough about this. He's the expert. He would know if there was a million gorillas on the same spot. <laughs> Depends how big the spot is as well. Because a million gorillas is a lot. It would be noisy, wouldn't it? Oh, can you imagine the noise? <laughs> All that thumping. <laughs> and I don't mean from them beating the chest. <laughs> oh, it would be a mess, I reckon. That's my answer. I reckon it would be a proper mess. There'd be poo everywhere. Gorilla poo galore. <laughs> You wouldn't know who's the biggest gorilla as well because you'd probably look at one and go, he's massive. And then you'll see another one behind him and go, actually, he's even massive. <laughs> I reckon they'd probably... There'd be a lot of fights. Oh, yeah, man. Because, like I said, gorillas are territorial. Look at me, expert. And uh, <laughs> they were just like... They'd want to fight over their territory, like I said before. They'd be battering each other, wouldn't they? <laughs> I don't really have an answer. It's a good question, though. I love it, man. I love it. It's one of the top questions. That's why it's at the top. 3.3k likes. That's amazing. 428 comments at the moment. And it was only posted yesterday. <laughs> oh, Should we read some of the comments? Well, I'll read one or two. So someone so twenty four is the highest number. That's his username. Griller social groups are family defined and have only been documented up to groups of about sixty five. So he says it depends on the location and how close they were, but they would almost certainly begin fighting for food and territory <laughs> immediately or trying to find other areas to migrate to. <laughs> so yeah, I think I was right, isn't it? Look at me, expert. I am an expert. Gorillas in the mist, man. Move out the way. Um, I think we'll just leave it there. He's he's basically answered my question. <laughs> Thanks, He-Man Hunters. That, that's a great question, man. I like it. I like it. So a rewind back to the story <laughs> of the dead neighbor who's not dead. <laughs> I got a message. I put basically I put that story right about my mum, the phone call, on my Facebook page, and another comedian, <laughs> Keris, Keris Nouns, check her out. She's brilliant, um, honest, generally, generally funny, funny woman, great friend as well. She's commented on my post, <laughs> and she says my uncle Keith was in an accident. My stepmom, who also worked with someone whose husband, Keith, was unwell. My stepmom rang my dad to tell him Keith had died. <laughs> my dad rang me to tell me Keith had died. <laughs> I then had to ring my mom to tell her her brother had died, but it was the other Keith. <laughs> oh, that is funny. She said that happened six years ago. <laughs> I thought I'd do a little callback to that story. I, lo I love it when I put stuff up on Facebook. I mean, it could be potential material that. 
you think about it. Could be, innit? <laughs> Normally, the weird news stories are, are, are sometimes in my set. Because um, I love them as well. You know, they're funny as hell. I know, I should, I should, should we jump on to a weird news story? <laughs> Probably could. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, yeah, yeah, a quick one then. So, I think on my last podcast, I told you guys I've redecorated my room where my computer is and where I normally do some writing. And I've always wanted to do this. So, I've wanted some, like, pictures of comedians in my room. Right, and I'm actually gonna done that. So, apart from the comedians, I've got a big poster of the Joker, and he's smoking a cigarette, and he's looking down, and the smoke's coming out, and it says "ha ha 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 ha" in the smoke. It's a wicked picture, man. I love it. It's the Joker. You gotta have one of the Joker in it. <laughs> you got to have one of the Joker. If you're not a Joker yourself, you got to have one. It is actually the actor. It's not Keith Ledger. I mean, I think Keith Ledger was the best Joker. But this one is actually um, the one who played the last one, Jacqueline Phoenix. So it's him. Um, that's who the picture is. But anyway, I've got a picture of uh, Biggie Smalls as well. <laughs> Another one. Yeah, I've got two of him. Uh, this one is doing something naughty on it. Nothing rude, but based, let's just say he's making a cigarette. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wink, wink. So he's doing that in this picture. I love it. He's standing next to a, a jeep or something, and he's got three lads behind him. It looks, it looks, it looks badass, man. Biggie Smalls. It looks badass in that picture. I love it. So yeah, I'll tell you what I've got. I'm gonna have to turn my head around. So I can tell you which pictures I've got. And I'll go in the order. So I've got Milton Jones, the one-liner. I've got uh, the cast of Goodness Gracious Me, which was an Asian sitcom sketch show. Um, I used to love that, grew up with that. So this is everything I've grew up with and um, admired. And, you know. Then I've got one of uh, Victoria Wood. She was a great comedian as well. She's gone now. She passed away. I've got one of Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Bill Hicks. I've got Gary Delaney. He's a one-liner comedian from Birmingham. Brat, brat, brat. B23. He's an Erdington lad, ERD. I've got one of um, Dave Chappelle, Frankie Boyle. I've got one of Tommy Cooper, which I love. It's Tommy Cooper sitting at a bar. And it's just it's just like a natural pose. I love it. So I've got one of that. I've got Mitch Hedberg. Oh, he's a legend. Mitch Hedberg is. Got one of him. Oh, I've got the cast from People Just Do Nothing. Love that show. And they, they had a concert. People Just Do Nothing. I've talked about it before. I think it's one of the best um, comedy mockumentaries that the BBC made. It's brilliant, man. If you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix, so you can catch that. So do watch it, man. It's my type of humour. So, that, yeah, I've got one of them. It's all them, all the crew. And then I've got one who's a very good friend of mine, but I think she's hilarious. It's uh, Harriet Dyer. Harriet Dyer, 
If you don't know her, check her out as well. As I mentioned, Keris and Harriet, they're both great. Um, yep, and I've got one uh, that I loved, loved watching this show. Don't know if you guys have caught it outside the UK. It's an old classic from the 90s. Bottom. Yeah, Bottom is a slapstick sitcom. It's funny. It's about these two guys who live in a flat. And they're always fighting each They're like the gorillas. <laughs> they're always fighting each other and doing mad crazy stuff. So that's Rick Mail and Aid Edmondson. I've got them too. Love them. Absolutely love them. And then I've got a few more I've got to stick up. Not I haven't stopped there. I've, I've got one of Stephen Wright. I'm just waiting for the frame to come. Stephen Wright was one of my... I would say he was the first one-liner comedian I fell in love with. He was the one that I wanted to be. Because I think he's... Him and Mitch Hedberg, they're both different. But they're both clever. And that's what I love doing. I love doing one-liners. You've got to think about, you know, there's, there's, they're, it's just, they're just geniuses, in my opinion. Absolute genius at what they do. And then, I've, obviously, I've got one of Ken Goodwin. Got to get one of Ken, and I? I mean, they say I'm the 21st century Asian Ken Goodwin. A few people have told me that, and I've been reviewed as the Asian Ken Goodwin. I had to get one of him. It'd be wrong of me not to get one. I was actually watching a couple of his videos yesterday on YouTube. Ken Goodwin, check him out. 70s comedian. Oh, he was he was amazing. He was brilliant. He also used to sing songs as well. He's got a little ukulele, little guitar thing. Is it called a ukulele? Something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got one of him. And I've got one of um, Stuart Francis. So that's it. I think that's it then. Until I fall in love with some other comedians. <laughs> but my room's looking good, man. I love it. I always look around. For inspiration, I just stare at the uh, my photos for inspiration. <laughs> in comedy. Yeah. Shall we do a weird news story? Let's do a weird news story. It's my birthday next week. I know. <laughs> Leave a donation. <laughs> I've got a Patreon page. There's no point donating to it. I'm not going to. Nobody listens to this. Who's going to give me money? <laughs> yeah, I'm 44 years younger next week. Can you believe it? I don't feel like I'm 44. I, I generally don't. I feel like I'm like 30 odd. <laughs> but really, I'm 16 in my head. I'm still a, I'm still a, I'm still a teenager. Anyway, let's do a weird news story. Yeah. So today's weird news story comes all the way from Pakistan. Yay! I've never I don't think I've ever done a story about in Pakistan. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't think I have. This could be the first. So the reason I'm doing this one is because the material that I was talking about that I did on my show. It was about my brother, my brother being deaf and, you know, the experiences of him being deaf. So this story kind of relates to it. I'll read the story. I don't think it's very long, but it's all right. So, <laughs> so here we go. Today's weird news story. All the way from Pakistan. 
Police hunt for healer who hit a nail into a woman's head. <laughs> oh, God, it's gone that far now. These fake healers. Um, a manhunt is underway in Pakistan for a faith healer who allegedly hammered a nail into a pregnant woman's head. <laughs> oh, God. She's pregnant as well. Oh, my days. <laughs> I think he took the phrase, hit the nail on the head in a wrong way. <laughs> so the woman arrived at a hospital in Peshawar after trying to extract a two-inch nail with pliers. Initially, she told the doctors that she had carried out the act herself. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? Oh my god, hit a nail on you. I know you can self-arm, but that's not a way to self-arm, is it? <laughs> but then she later admitted a faith healer who had claimed he could guarantee she gave birth to a baby boy was responsible. <laughs> what? How is that? How is that going to work? Is the rust going to make her, t you know, turn the babe baby into a boy? That's why she got it done. That is that that is literally mental, and it. <laughs> Police began investigating after X-ray images of the injury appeared online. <laughs> Dr. Hader Khan, shout out to the Dr. Hader Khan, who was a staff member at the Lady Reading Hospital. That's a posh name, isn't it, for Pakistan? <laughs> Said the woman was fully conscious but was in immense pain. <laughs> when she arrived seeking treatment. Staff at the hospital told the local Dawn newspaper that the woman had approached the faith healer after hearing about the practice from a neighbour. <laughs> this goes back to my story about don't listen to your neighbours. The, the make-up stories, man, neighbours do. <laughs> oh, God. You can you imagine my neighbour, the neighbour that I thought was dead? Um, <laughs> he had a nail in his head. Oh, my days. Anyway, they added that the woman was a mother to three daughters and that her husband had threatened to leave her if she gave birth to another girl. What an idiot. What an idiot. This is how Asian people think. This is what I don't like. That, you know, they, they disown uh, women. The, it, like it's a bad thing how is that a bad oh mate it annoys me that's why I, I don't know if any of you guys see me do my material I've got a joke um, I've got this joke and I say this line and a lot of people take it the wrong way but it, I'm not taking it the wrong way there's a message in what I'm saying and if you don't know what that message is then you you're an idiot yourself <laughs> anyway, I'll carry on. Come and see me. In some poorer South Asian countries, a son is often believed to offer better long-term financial security to parents than daughters do, as this gives rise to exploitive practices. 
often from so so called faith healers. <laughs> faith healers are relatively relatively common in some parts of Pakistan. That's true, and rest of the other parts of the world, particularly in the northwestern tribal areas. Their practices are grounded in Sufi law, sometimes described as a form of Islamic mysticism. <laughs> Their activities are banned in many schools of Islam. Good. In a tweet issued on Tuesday, Peshawar Police Chief Abbas Arsan, shout out to Abbas Arsan, said that a special investigative team had been formed to bring to justice the fake. Pia, also known as Faith Healer, who played with the life of an innocent woman and put a nail in her head <laughs> with a false promise of a male child. <laughs> oh, God, man. Oh, what did you think about it, though? I mean, I think people who believe in Faith Healers are naive themselves, man. Come on. <laughs> Oh, I don't know what to say. Police have spent several days interviewing hospital staff and trying to track the, down the woman who left the hospital after the staff had removed the nail from her head <laughs> in the hope that she can help them identify the man. She probably can't now because she's damaged her brain. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You put a nail in your head, a two-inch nail as well. That's got to cause some damage. We will soon lay our hands on the sorcerer, <laughs> Mr. Arsan said. I hope they put the hammer down on him when they take him to court. <laughs> oh, that's what his punishment should be. He should get nails in his head for doing that. Mr. Arsan also said that his officers will be examining why the staff failed to report the incident to the police. <laughs> When the, when the woman was first presented at the hospital. Do you know what? That's a very, very good... Um, that is ve that's a very good thing. It is, any. I mean, if you was with an hospital, you'd call the police, wouldn't you, straight away? There's a woman in here with a nail in her head. She said someone's done it to her. You should call the police. Pakistan, Asia, India, they're all the same. <laughs> oh, my days. Well, there you have it. That was today's weird news story and today's podcast. I mean, I thought I had to get this one in before, um, you know, the big B day. Because <laughs> I'm not going to record it on my birthday. So I thought I'll do it now. I hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, leave a review. Uh, share it with your friends, you know, do all that stuff. Um, yeah, it's been all right, hasn't it? I've enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed it. Take care of yourselves. I'll see you um, in a few weeks, by the looks of it. <laughs> Supposed to be weekly. We'll see. Take care. Whatever you're doing, have fun. Catch you later. Uh, 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 uh.